Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. So we know this, that God is a spirit, and God, who is a spirit, took upon himself a human body. And when he did, he was no less God than he was when he didn't have the body. And yet, we know this, that man at physical death leaves his body. And when he leaves his body, he's no less man than he was when he had his body. The story of Abraham and, and, and Lazarus proves that, and, and the rich man. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for this great teaching. Now then, we know this. That God is a spirit, for Jesus said God is a spirit to the woman at the well of Samaria in the fourth chapter of John's Gospel. When she said, the Jews say you have to worship God in Jerusalem and our forefathers worship God in this mountain. Now what do you say about it? Jesus said the time is come and now is. Uh, he said God is a spirit and the time is come and now is that they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we know that God is a spirit. And yet God who is a spirit took upon himself a man's body. For Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. For the first chapter of John's gospel said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And in the 14th verse he says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So we know this, that God is a spirit, and God who is a spirit took upon Himself a human body. And when he did, he was no less God than he was when he didn't have the body. And yet, we know this, that man at physical death leaves his body. And when he leaves his body, he's no less man than he was when he had his body. The story of Abraham and, and, and Lazarus proves that, and, and the rich man. And then here Paul said, For we know that while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. And he said, we're confident and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so then, we know this, that God is only revealed to man through the Spirit. Now when I say through the Spirit, I'm talking about the Spirit of man through his Spirit. It is the Spirit of man that contacts God. We call it the heart. The heart is the Spirit. We know that spiritual things are just as real as material things are. Hallelujah. They have to be because God, who is a spirit, created all the material things. We know that this inward man and this hidden man of the heart that Peter and Paul talks about is God's definition of the human spirit. The real man is spirit. He has a soul. He lives in a body. Now, I don't know about you, but here's a subject, and I wouldn't have you to believe at all that I know too much on it. I know a little bit. But I don't know near as much as I expect to know. I mean, do you know everything at all that you ever expect to know? God help us if we think we've come to the place that, that we know all we'll ever know. Wouldn't that be pitiful if you'd never know any more than you know? It'd be awful if anybody dies as ignorant as you are. 
Amen. Well, you see, I'm in the same boat. But thank God we are in the process of learning, aren't we? Well, now, I don't know about you. I, I don't know. There's some things that have always intrigued me that seem like others haven't been interested in. I mean, even in preachers and Christians. I think a lot has to do with the way you get started off in your Christian walk in life, maybe. But I've given you my testimony. When I was born again, you see, I was saved after... Now, I'd heard salvation preached all my life, but I'd never really been saved. Just joined the church without re really receiving Christ, you see. And tried to do good and tried to be better. And, and even read the Bible and, and went to Sunday school and, and, and went to church and even prayed. And, and, and every day, every night I prayed and, and gave what little meager money I had. I, I'd give in the offering, you see, because I thought a fellow's saved, you ought to give, you know. So I'd give and, and read it and never knew him. Never had been born again. Never had become a new creature. But on the 22nd day of April, as I said to you, my heart stopped beating in my bosom and, and I left my body. I leaped out of my body like a man would leap off of a diving board into the swimming pool. And I began to descend. Down, 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 down. Until darkness encompassed me around about. It's so dark that uh, you couldn't have seen your hand if it was one each in front of your nose. Darkness, it seemed to be so dense if you'd had a knife, you could just cut a chunk of it out. The further down I went, the hotter it became. The more stifling it became. Until I kept going down in this pit until I could see way down beneath me fingers of light playing on the wall of darkness. And I came to the bottom of that pit and I came to what I call the entrance of the gate to hell itself. To me, that's just as real. That happened, that happened the 22nd day of April, 1933 at 7.30 o'clock in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas. 35 years ago, this past April, and yet that's just as real to me right now as I talk to you about it as though it happened last Saturday night. Spiritual things never grow old. That's the reason you as a spirit never grow old. Hallelujah. But, I, uh, I'll, I, I, it'll be necessary to say this part of it. When I came to this entrance into hell, all the time I was going down, not straight down like I did through the pit, but when I got to the bottom of the pit, there's still an incline going down. And I came, it seemed to me like there was, the, the, I call it the portals into hell itself, the entrance, like, like a large, actually two large gates. And they opened up for me. They opened in. Instead of opening out this way, they opened in. And as I, as I saw this out in front of me and saw a great giant orange orb of flame with a white crest, I, I, and felt the heat beat me in the face, I, I didn't want to go, so I slowed down my descent. I didn't stop. I never did stop, but I just slowed down my progress, see. And I intended to put up a fight, if I could, to keep them going in. Now, I knew this when I came to the bottom of that pit, that there's some kind of a creature met me. I never did look at him. But I knew he was right by my side. He's about as tall as I was. And, and he met me, and... And I didn't know it in his years afterwards before I ever knew it. But I found in the Bible years afterwards where the Bible said, Hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee. See, the Bible said they'll meet you when you go down there. I don't know what kind of being that was, what kind of a creature it was, but it's some kind of a spirit being met me. I never did turn and look at him, though I knew it was right by my side. Though, See, I'm looking right here and I know that chair is right there, right by my side. But I knew it was there. 
You see, the reason I didn't look at it is because my gaze was riveted and I was getting closer all the time, though I'd slowed my descent down. I was getting closer in, to, to enter through these gates that had opened up, and I knew once I went through those gates, I was gone forever. Once the gates of hell had clanged to on my soul, I knew that was it. And so when I paused, when I got just about to the gate, I paused momentarily. When I did, he laid his hand on my right arm to escort me in. And when he did, there was a voice that spoke. I do not know what the voice said. I heard it, but it was not English. It was a foreign tongue. I don't know how many words it said. It sounded to me like it said, must, must have said about a half a dozen, maybe, a, maybe eight or ten words. Of course, foreign words sometimes can be more than one, you know, because it's, we're not accustomed to hearing them. But this voice sounded like the voice of a man, and it just boomed out and echoed through that place, you know, like he was in a cavern. What he said, I don't know, but whatever he said, thank God, got the job done. <laughs> because when he spoke that whole, it echoed through that place, and that whole place just shook. And that creature took his hand off my arm, and there was something like a suction to my back, just like a pull, you see, a suction, pull me back. I didn't walk backwards, I just floated backwards pulled me back away from the gate of hell back into the, the shadow of darkness and then when I got back there then it pulled me up and I came up out of that pit and I could feel the cool breezes of the earth before I got up out of the pit like he was coming up out of a well and I came up on the porch outside my room and I knew I was on that porch I could see the trees in the yard I know nobody else could have seen me there because this was this inward man this hidden man and you can't see him with the physical eye but that inward man, that hidden man, is just as real a man as the outward man. And I knew I was on that porch. As I said, I saw the porch swing right there. I was right by it. I saw the trees in the yard. And I went right through the wall. Somebody said, how'd you do that? Well, it wasn't this physical body. It was this spirit man on the inside. And I went right through the wall into that bedroom. And I, it seemed to me like I just jumped inside my body through my mouth. When I got back inside my body, then I could talk to my grandma. And I said, Granny... I'm dying. She said, I know it, son. I thought you was gone. I said, I'm going again. I can't tell you how I knew I was going again, but I said, I'm, no, I'm going again. She said, uh, son, I, I, I thought you wasn't coming back that time. I thought you was dead. I thought you was gone. She held me in her arms. Now, I said all that to you, and I'm not going to say any more about it. Most of you heard my testimony, but it's necessary to repeat enough of it to get this over to you. When I was outside my body, I was no less man than I was when I was inside my body. I know everything I know now. I was just, to me, to me, I was just as real as I am now. To me, I had the same shape, I had the same form, I had the same size. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Spirit, Soul, and Body 6 CD series. This series will enlighten you on how intricately you're made up. All six CDs are yours for only $31.50. Call 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499. Or 1-888-FAITH-99. To order the Spirit, Soul, and Body series right now. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio. P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. 
or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. If you're not already a partner, here's your opportunity to become a part of a worldwide God-ordained vision that is affecting lives with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just visit us online at rhema.org slash WPC and join today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I am so glad that all of our partners out there help us every month. Absolutely. You know, it, it's this program is going all over the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we travel, I mean, uh, we just did, uh, what, back in May, we went down to Brazil. Yes. And and then we went to Argentina and Colombia and Mexico. Oh. Did I leave out anything? I think that's it. <laughs> I don't know. We were, it was this, choom, choom, choom. I mean, one night that's here, right. one, a couple nights here, another night here. And when you partner with us at rhema.org slash WPC, you are helping us to reach the world. You may never go outside of the borders of the U.S. That's right. But when you help us go, you are going there. And I want to thank all of you partners. And somebody said, well, what's a partner? That's somebody that, that sends an offering during the month, sometime. Right. Uh, just whatever you can send. Because when it all gets there, we're able to touch the world. For over 50 years, Kenneth Hagan has broadcast radio with Faith Seminar of the Air and Rama for Today. From reel-to-reel tape to the World Wide Web, Rama has continued proclaiming this life-changing message using the latest technology. Once again, we take another step forward, providing you with instant access 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. No matter where you are in the world, you now have access to Rama for Today. Download the podcast at rhema.org slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on spirit, soul, and body. We'll be ready with more of this insightful series just for you tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.